and welcome back to the What's Life Dude podcast, everybody. My name is Eric. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I love that voice. You I should bet, just talk like that all the time. I bet the listeners did not expect that. <laughs> and I also didn't even say the intro correctly. Who are you? What's your name? My name's Sarah. This is already, we're already off to a weird start. <laughs> I'm very tired. I don't think I've ever sat down to record an episode and felt like I was maybe going to fall asleep. Really? You feel that tired? I really do, and I don't really know why. I slept well, as far as I know. <laughs> we um, have had a great morning, which is a part of what we're going to talk about today. I think we're going to talk a little bit about our newfound motivation. Yeah, it's really all all one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just talk about it. So we woke up. What time did we wake up? I don't know. Nine, maybe nine o'clock. I think we actually, I woke up at 8.20, but we have very slow mornings and we cuddle and we, you know, do the things that you're not supposed to do, like scroll on your phone. Though I think in the morning, (laughs) I don't think we do a terrible job of looking at our phones. I'm always looking at like food stuff. I'm consuming Mm -hmm. a lot of food content lately, so I don't. I see it as kind of related to my job. I'm getting a lot of ideas. Yeah. It's not like I'm like reading a gossip column. Although, you know, uh, more power to you if that's what you enjoy, I guess. R slash Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's basically a gossip column. Um, yeah. I feel like I open my phone and I do the, uh, I do my, I make my rounds, which is Twitter, Instagram, and then Reddit. Mm. And uh, I guess email is in there. I don't get that many <laughs> Like, I don't get that many important emails that I'm not really expecting. Okay. You know what I mean? I can't imagine anything worse than answering emails in bed. Yeah. <laughs> see, but I... I <laughs> and I, I know. Uh, and I think for me, it's because, like, yeah, like I said, I don't get any emails that are, like, surprising. You know, like, oh, I got to handle this right now. It's like, oh, I emailed one of my students yesterday saying, oh, hey, we got a lesson today. Just a reminder, you know. And then they're responding in the morning saying, yep, I'll see you then. Mm-hmm. And that like all my emails are usually like that. And they're usually exciting to me yeah. and not like scary or stressful, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we don't sit in bed on our phones that often or that for that long in the morning. I mean, right. But it is definitely a part of our routine, I guess. We cuddle first every mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. I, like it's very rare that we pick <laughs> up our phones without snuggling first. Yeah. Yeah. But then we got out of bed. We mm-hmm. drank our coffee. We have been playing like a little bit of video games in the morning. You know, like half an hour, okay? And listen, honestly, it's like what do most people do? I feel like most people are eating breakfast and drinking their coffee and like looking at their phone, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, okay, so we're just going to grind a little on Final Fantasy 10 and we're interacting and yeah. we're doing something fun. But we're not just staring at our phones. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's a nice little it thing. It is nice. And I don't feel bad about it. I mean, I feel I feel like one thing I've learned over the past maybe like two years is how to tell when something is not serving me. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. usually if I'm doing something that is generally regarded as like a waste of time, you know, mm-hmm. or that I would use to used to call a waste of time like playing video games or watching a tv show like i'm i'm good about continuing to do it and let myself enjoy it until i start to feel like blah 
you know what I mean? And then yeah. as soon as I get that feeling, I'm like, okay, well, it's not, it's not um, serving me anymore, so I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's like the more I give myself permission to actually do those things that are kind of fun and not, um, I don't know, like work-related or like productivity-related or self-development-related, the more I give myself permission to do that, it's like, it's almost like the the more productive I can be when I'm not doing that stuff. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like if you let yourself like really unwind it's almost like at least in my case i can get more done when i am working yeah yeah it's like if you if you do the thing you enjoy like for for us for example in the morning it's like yeah we'll play some final fantasy and it'll be a lot of fun and then we'll stop at a reasonable time and be like all right now it's time to start the day and you start it in a good mood Mm -hmm. you know uh whereas if you play too long you could be like oh god i feel like garbage now yeah. And then it kind of it kind of just makes you I don't know more tired. Yeah, it puts you in like a bad sluggish mood. Yeah. For the rest of the day. I don't know, there's there's like a very fine line, I feel like. Yeah, and you just have to get used to like what that feels like for you and respond to it. Yeah. But also the other thing I we're kind of getting off on a tangent, but kind of not. It's kind of related. It's okay. I feel like we're both self employed and it's like I don't know, for me, it's like why not make use of the privilege of setting my own hours and do whatever I want whenever I want as long as I'm getting done what I need to get done yeah that's like the whole point yeah so it's like if I want to play video games at (laughs) nine in the morning I will do it so we did for a little bit and then um we just wanted to drink our coffee and then we did some yoga we've started doing yoga again but we we've been doing yoga like in the late afternoon we've been trying to do it right before dinner yeah and neither of us want to ever because we're working and then we're like, okay, time to wrap up and make dinner and then eat it and then we can chill. Mm. So it's like when we try to shove it in right before dinner, we're like, uh, but then we're going to eat so late. And then if we try to do it after dinner, it's like, oh, well, now we're My full stomach. and we're tired <laughs> and it's time to just relax. Right. So we're like, why don't we do it in the morning like normal people? Mm-hmm. Because exercising in the morning is a normal thing to do (laughs) yeah it's something i've always tried to like make into a habit it's a little bit harder i guess when you're working working out at a gym and you have to leave the house like that and especially with me being such a homebody it's like i really have to mm, pump myself up to leave the house Mm -hmm. but if you're gonna do like a little i don't know like a jog or a walk outside or some yoga or stretching i feel like it is just perfect to do it in the morning yeah, and it felt really good this morning. Mm-hmm. And then we went on a nice walk, which is something we haven't done in months. Months because of our injuries. Injuries. <laughs> My tendonitis, Eric's foot issues. Footitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got itis of the foot. It's funny because I technically probably do, right? Isn't itis just when something's inflamed? Plantar fasciitis. But I don't think it's that, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. If there are any podiatrists listening, please DM, DM me <laughs> and let me know if you take Anthem. And if you don't, please don't contact me because I do not want to pay for that. Um, a consultation not covered by my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so we went for a walk and I don't know, we did like a quarter of what we used to be, Yeah. what, what we were doing prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was nice too. It was nice to get a little, okay, well... I was going to say it was nice to get a little sweat action in the sunlight, sweat action. in the sunshine, 
But really, the thing that really made us think that was this past weekend on Saturday, we went, we drove like 40 minutes to our friends. <laughs> Sarah just laid down <laughs> so tired. on the floor. I'll stay awake. Um, I hope so. I cannot do this podcast <laughs> by myself. Uh, yeah, so this weekend we went down to another town and we met our friends who are moving into a new house. And I just, I don't know if you people listening have this also, but this couple, like my buddy Travis, we just help each other move like all the time, it feels like. <laughs> we both have moved, like both couples have moved quite a, a bit in the past few years, yeah. Yeah, so I've known Travis since 2017, since living in Colorado, and we just, it feels like every year we we help the other person move. <laughs> so they were like, oh yeah, do you want to come hang out and see our new place? And I was like, do you need help moving? And they were like, that's so sweet of you. And I was like, you literally have helped us move like maybe three times now. Yeah. So it's kind of just a, a thing we do now whenever one of us needs help. Uh, so we were down there and we were just moving stuff out of the truck and into the house. Beautiful sunny day, really cute town, right across the street from a park. Mm-hmm just really nice to be outside like exerting some some effort physically (laughs) so just for context we live like an hour north of boulder we live like an hour away from boulder Um, and they just moved to a town that's like 20 minutes from boulder and like 40 minutes from us and it's a town we had looked at prior but this is part of the whole motivation the motivation conversation as well we were just talking to them we're like oh this is such a nice place you got here and it's a nice town and we'd we'd driven through there before we've hung out in that town before Mm -hmm. um we were definitely looking at some apartments or rentals there when we were looking to move back from california but because we were kind of operating on i guess a self-imposed time crunch we were kind of eager to get out of california Mm. um we did not end up pursuing any of those options because where we moved here ended up being available sooner and yeah it just worked out that way yeah but we were just talking to them and they were like yeah we're so excited to live here you guys should move here and we were like oh well we're probably moving to new york and we're like i mean you and i had been talking like well what if we're not ready to move to new york next year Mm -hmm. you know what if we do stay in colorado for another year yeah so it's kind of just been something that's on our minds and we're like "Hmm, i guess we'll see when you know when next summer is approaching how we feel right Mm -hmm. Uh, but we were like well if we do want to stay in colorado for another year we should move down there because <laughs> you know our closest friends are down there and it's actually a drivable distance to boulder mm-hmm. we're just too lazy to go see our friends in boulder right now also it's just hard like schedule wise because we have these outdoorsy friends who are oftentimes not there yeah so it's like you know you'd hope to if you're gonna make the drive be able to spend like a few hours there on a weekend mm-hmm. and not like go there on a weeknight after work after their work but yeah, they're yeah. not here that often yeah so. so we're like oh well maybe that would be a good option and then uh this morning <laughs> after yoga we were just in a nice mood and we do this thing it started in san diego <laughs> when we we did the 30 days of yoga in san diego um we would do everything in our bedroom right because we were living with sarah's family so our bedroom was our only place so we would both do our yoga on the, on either side of the bed. <laughs> and then the yoga would end. I'd stand up. I would turn the TV off. And then I'd go back down to the floor. And I'd crawl on all fours around the bed to Sarah's side. <laughs> to my yoga mat. To her yoga mat. And I would <laughs> snuggle up <laughs> with her. Um, we did that 
literally every single time we did yoga. So that tradition has continued to now. <laughs> so this morning we finished yoga and I crawled across the living room to Sarah and we like just snuggled for a second. And she was like, okay, do you want to go on a walk now? And I was like, can we just go on Zillow for a second? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if we're not moving for a while, it's still, it's still cool and it's nice to look at what's available in mm-hmm. potential places we want to live now. Right. Because obviously those places aren't going to be available. Those same places won't be available next year. But it just gives you a good idea of... What to expect. Yeah, what what to expect, what's around, what kind what of places. What certain money will get you in what, that area. What certain money will get you, exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is like the crux of the motivation conversation. <laughs> because we were looking at these places and we were looking at what we currently pay now, like in that price range. And we were like, yeah you know okay that's about that's what we pay now it's like the same Mm -hmm. and then we're like well let's just turn off the uh the price filter (laughs) on zillow and then we were looking you know like um you know six seven hundred dollars a month more than what we pay now and we're like okay let's just like look at it let's just like look at the houses (laughs) let's just like look 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 at it (laughs) and we were like okay we need to have the money next summer to move into one of these places that we're really going to love not just a place that's like good enough right and to be fair i just want to like qualify this we live in a very very affordable place right now Mm. that was like one of the biggest reasons we chose to come back to colorado yeah it's seventy eight hundred dollars a month (laughs) a cool six bed eight bath more bathrooms um, it's eight and a half sarah eight and a half (laughs) The realtor right. said eight and a half. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very affordable. So when, when we say like raising our budget, we're, we don't mean like, oh, now we're going to live in like a luxury apartment complex or anything. No. Just like, you know, spend a little bit more on our rent than we are used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was like, what? Were you waiting for me to? Yeah, I was waiting for you to follow up. Well, it, you know, it's like um, when you work for a company. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, I, I guess people who work at companies try to just climb the ladder and get promotions all the time and make mm-hmm. more and more and more, but it's not really like up to you. You can work your ass off, but your boss might not necessarily give you a promotion. Right. There might just not be a promotion to be They might had. give you a promotion of, well, a raise of 25 cents an hour, which is what my last raise was when I worked at uh, Starbucks. Yeah, my last raise at my at the company I worked for was like fifty cents. I was like, okay. Um, I mean, which adds up. It doesn't add up to a lot, but it adds up to more technically. Right. Uh, but when you work for yourself, like us, it's kind of. I mean, more so for Sarah because you have a more you have an established thing right now, whereas I'm just trying to to grow my thing into a sustainable thing, right? But it's like the more effort you put in, the more you'll get back. Whereas yeah. when you work for a fixed salary at a company, literally none of that matters. Mm-hmm. You can put in all the effort you want and there's no guarantee of either getting a promotion and, you know. Yeah, I guess unless you work on like commission. Yeah, maybe. Even then, I guess there's there are limits to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you work hourly and you're allowed overtime, then yeah, you can work and work and work. But if your employer wants to pay you for that, right, which sometimes right. they don't. So for us, it's like, okay, well, the more effort we put in, and the harder we the harder we get after it uh (laughs) theoretically 
the more money we'll have. Mm-hmm. So we just looked at these at some of these houses that I mean, like Sarah was saying, they're not like crazy expensive, but they're more than we pay for now. And we're like, okay, this is the goal for next summer mm-hmm. to be able to move into one of these places. And it's like it goes a little bit deeper with us because we both work from home, and I feel like we've talked about this before, but we've kind of realized. So our last house that we were renting in Colorado before moving to San Diego, tons of extra bedrooms, but it was in like, a, it was like kind of an older house. The couple who owned it, I think ended up selling it right after we moved out. So, you know, it was kind of old and I don't know, we ended up not having to pay that much for what was, what it came with, basically. It was a huge house and it didn't cost that much. Huge. We were like, okay, well, this is definitely too much space for us. And so now we've come to the opposite kind of. We have like the bare minimum space that two self-employed people need. And we're like, it's a little not enough, you know? (laughs) And it's not like we're two self-employed people who self-employed people who like work on spreadsheets and just send emails all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're both recording or filming things and we literally cannot be doing them at the same time. Because (laughs) because of sound. Right. Because noise exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, yeah, it works for us. But we're like, yeah, we need to to upgrade to a little more room. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm really, really missing. We had like a spare room where I just had all of my photo stuff set up. And you know what? You just, as you get older and have more experiences, you realize the things that you were taking for granted. And that was definitely one of those things. I mean, I was very depressed at the time, which is a whole separate thing that was kind of preventing me from or making it harder to take advantage of all the space we had there. But I don't know, like if I had that much space to like set up a photo studio again, it would be a huge game changer. Oh, yeah. Because right now everything is in our tiny kitchen um we have i have so much filming equipment like my tripod my gigantic studio light um just all all sorts of stuff and i'm like the other day i was like trying to tuck it into a corner and i was like one of us is gonna trip on this eventually but i don't know where else to put it i can't put it away because i use this constantly this big studio light you know what did you say you said (laughs) hold on i took a video of it i'm i'm going to play the video out loud into the microphone i was really really frustrated because i was trying to tidy the kitchen (laughs) and i just couldn't find a good place to put this gigantic light i'm gonna i'm gonna play the audio into my microphone maybe i'll have to go into uh logic and boost the volume but just just listen to this everybody okay sarah was just trying to put the godox light away and she was like trying to ram it into the corner and trying to figure out how to get out of the way and she just goes Without thinking about it, she, she says, how can I fucking make this thing fuck off while I'm not using it? And I just wanted to document it because I thought it was so funny. <laughs> how can I make this fucking thing just like fuck off while I'm not using it? <laughs> That's the big light we have that I was referring right. to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty insane. I was really scared you were like, I mean, you know when you're mad in like a funny way? <laughs> You thought I was like really seething? I, yeah, I thought you were like really, really mad. <laughs> I just like destroy it. Oh my god. <laughs> just sparks flying everywhere. I'm like, you could have unplugged it first. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the kitchen is not actually okay. 
my my opinion is that the kitchen is not actually that small. It's just that your job is like if we were normal people. Yeah, it's it, it's perfect. It's perfect, right? Okay. Yeah, it's just because we have so much shit that goes in the kitchen. Too much equipment. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. your videos look good, so it's worth it. Well, it's funny because if if any of you guys watch Binging with Babish, or I guess he's changed his channel name. Babish Culinary Universe. Right. If you're not familiar, extremely, extremely popular food YouTuber, cook person, recipe developer. Chef? <laughs> anyway, he did a house tour. Um, he has oh, millions yeah. of subscribers. And first off, he lives in New York, right? So just astronomically expensive real estate to begin with. But he has like a three-story apartment question mark yeah, yeah. so he has a normal kitchen like his kitchen for personal use and then in his basement he has a kitchen an entirely like completely outfitted separate kitchen with all of his filming stuff and crazy industrial like uh, appliances and all that yeah. i'm like oh my god like i don't ever see myself needing a full-on kitchen studio <laughs> because that's just not what i want but man (laughs) so listen if you have like a nice two-bedroom apartment with like new appliances not like a shitty new york city apartment if you have an apartment like that in new york city it's like thirty five hundred (laughs) dollars right so if you're listening i know people listening all over the country outside of the u.s so some of you might be like oh yeah like if you live in la or new york you're like yeah that sounds right Mm-hmm. But if you're listening in like the South or something, yeah, that sounds insane. Right. So when you think about what Babish has, it's that main floor with the normal kitchen and like a dining room. Oh, yeah. And then there's upstairs with like the bedrooms and the movie theater mm-hmm. living room area. And then downstairs with the whole industrial kitchen. Yeah. He must be paying like 15 grand a month. Right. I mean, like legitimately. Yeah, and like, but like, isn't the entire, like a third of his rent would be a write-off? A write-off. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah pretty sweet <laughs> I, it's 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 crazy yeah good for him man good i agree him. yeah um good for anyone who <laughs> has made themselves into something like that mm-hmm. without being a terrible person yeah you I know agree. what i mean i agree because like obviously there are some people who have gotten themselves to that point on the internet f- through making content that's not necessarily wholesome wholesome or positive positively influential yeah. Right. So Babish has a nice wholesome sh- thing he's got going on. Right. I mean, he does use a heinous amount of plastic wrap, but that's a entirely different story. And he uses a ton of animal products, which is <laughs> not great, but Oh, it's fine. You um know, he's not hurting other people. Right. Which is I guess the, the minimum you can expect. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's a good person, but yeah. um all this to say, yeah, just kind of redef We haven't had like um Sometimes it's nice to just have this goal, like a specific goal, like a concrete number even to work towards, because otherwise you're just kind of like, you can just be blindly hacking away at a problem. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's good to just go for your dreams, Mm -hmm. but it's also good to say, to sometimes take a step back and say, I need to make X amount of money a month Mm -hmm. to afford the next like the next phase of the lifestyle I want. Right. Greg, because it's obviously we're not going to be like, yeah, I need to go from making, you know, $3,000 a month. There's just examples. $3,000 a month to 
thirty thousand a month <laughs> so I can live in a mansion. Yeah. It's oh like my well, God, you gotta never you gotta plot out the next tier yeah. and the next tier and slowly graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it's cool like to see how life is this is so cyclical because it's like, right, we we lived at our old house, didn't really appreciate a lot of the things there, or about Colorado, like in general moved away, started to yearn for certain things, and we came back. And now, like, when we have those things again, we'll have an entirely new level of appreciation for them. Like, just the ability to have a backyard, you know? Yeah. Like, the ability to have a backyard. Having a backyard. So I can, like, have a little compost pile. You know what I mean? It's, like, Mm -hmm. such a wholesome little ask. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to have a compost pile and stop throwing everything into the landfill. Yeah. Um and just have a little place to sit outside, yeah. you know? Um our doorbell just rang. I am not going to answer it. I think that's a good call. Yeah. Um aren't <laughs> Can I just sidetrack mm-hmm. about the doorbell? Mm-hmm. Our neighbors who a few episodes ago I mentioned um I helped them with their TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess during while I've been working and by uh, working, I mean, by I'm doing my lessons, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been doing my virtual lessons. And a few times now, Sarah's been like, oh, you're in the lesson. The doorbell rang. And I didn't answer it because Sarah doesn't answer the door. <laughs> because if you listen to the podcast at all, you know what Sarah's personality is like. <laughs> and you know that makes her uncomfortable. Oh, my God. It rang the other day. I was lying on the couch. So technically, you know, our, our house is very, like, dark. We don't get a lot of natural light. So technically, if you're outside of our house, you can see inside. But you have to squint probably Mm. unless all of our lights were on so i'm sitting on the couch lying on the couch looking at instagram or something (laughs) you're in here with you know doing a lesson um the bell rings and i'm like and i like look around and i cover myself fully in the blanket (laughs) and i just like stop breathing for like (laughs) five five minutes five minutes i'm like i need to make sure that they leave and they don't see me sitting here. <laughs> well, okay. So I think what's happening because, okay, so the first time I interacted with these neighbors that I'm referring to, um, like I mentioned a few ep- episodes ago, there are a couple who have Down syndrome. So the first time I interacted with them, I was coming back from a run and I walked by their car where they were, or their garage while they were unloading groceries. And they were like, oh, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, are you strong? And I was like, I like to think so. Why? And they're like, oh, we got a bunch of stuff from the grocery store. Can you help bring? Can you help us bring some of it up? Um, and you know, it's hard for them to go up and down the stairs. They walk very slowly, so they're like, I guess they just didn't want to have to go up and back down and back up and back down. So I was like, sure. So I grabbed like two handfuls of stuff and ran up the stairs and dropped it. And they're like, okay, thanks. And then a few weeks later, I helped them with the TV stuff. So then the doorbell has rung a few times while I've been in my lessons and Sarah's like, I don't know who it is because I'm not looking because I don't want to, I don't care. <laughs> She's like, I'm not answering the door so it doesn't matter to me. I'm like, okay. Um, and then the doorbell rang a few days ago and it was them again and they were like, oh, you help us bring stuff up from Target. And I was like, like, I want to be nice, but I also Well, we don't. were kind of on a time crunch then too. We were we about were, to leave to oh, go we were, help them move. Right. Okay. That was yeah. Saturday. So like, I want to be nice. But at the same time, I don't want it to be like a constant thing Mm -hmm. where like whenever they do anything, 
they ring our doorbell because they think I'm going to help them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I want to be a good neighbor. I want to be a good person, but I also don't want it to become like a nuisance. So I have a feeling it was them asking for something, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, we're doing the podcast. So anyway, that was a, that was a tangent, mm-hmm. but it's just an, it's just a weird scenario, mm-hmm. right? Because if they were people without a disability, I would just be like, ah, leave me alone. Ha 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 ha. Right. But it's like a whole different thing. And I don't want to be rude and I want to be nice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so we'll keep you posted. Yeah. (laughs) Humans, human interaction is tough. Whoever you are with ever, with whomever. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Layers. I mean, I've just been, as I've been going to my training at the School of Rock, I just... Mm -hmm keep having these existential moments thinking about these children learning stuff and i'm like this kid is eight this is an eight-year-old child mm-hmm. i was eight once i don't really remember it at some point this eight-year-old is going to be my age what it's just <laughs> so it's so weird mm-hmm. and like their skills are so bad compared to an adult's and yet <sighs> the sooner the earlier you start the more cemented in, like the easier it is for things to get cemented in, mm-hmm. like easier to learn a language, easier to learn uh, an instrument, easier to learn really anything. Yeah. I feel like especially if like motor skills are involved too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we've talked about this. We've been to the climbing gym and seen like five-year-olds just like completely barreling up these crazy routes they're like, like spiders what are you like they're like aliens they they've been ra- they've been bred and raised without yeah. fear of heights yeah i'm like oh my god i mean and and then so in these guitar lessons i've been shadowing um before they start i'll just grab a guitar off the wall that like the instructors are allowed to play and i'll sit there and i won't plug the guitar in and i'll just kind of like learn along with the student you know like i won't play when we're not all playing together you know i kind of just follow the lesson along but have a guitar in my hands um which especially helps because it's really hard for me to sit there for 45 minutes at a time while people are playing music and me not have an instrument mm-hmm. so I've, it's been nice to just kind of play along but it's funny the instructors sometimes have to like listen to the song and kind of figure out like if, they're, if the chords aren't up and open in front of them they'll just be listening trying oh uh, is it this chord Where, how does this riff go and it's funny a few times this has happened to me and the instructor we're like the same age are listening to the song and figuring it out like at the same time like at the same pace mm-hmm. them and i and the kid is just sitting there like how are you doing that you know what i mean because we've, we've been playing so much longer and we've been figuring stuff out the entire time so it's interesting watching the kid be like okay the instructor is going to figure it out by listening to it and then they're going to relay it to me and I'm sitting there with the instructor like, oh, it's B minor, uh, B, uh, D, you know, and the kid's like, what? <laughs> or maybe they're not even like thinking. Comprehending. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even comprehend that. I know mm-hmm. a bit about music. I can't like hear things and I just haven't like taught myself those things. Yeah, like, yeah. It's interesting. You haven't like, you haven't practiced that skill at all, which is why, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but if you sat there and tried to figure something out, you'd get better and better at it. Because you do have a fantastic ear. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, I've been having these existential moments as I do in the lessons. <laughs> so, uh, huh. uh, what were we talking about before the doorbell rang? I think we were just talking about the jobs and the houses mm-hmm. and motivation. 
Yeah. Uh Oh, yeah. Having like kind of like a concrete thing to shoot for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been good. I feel like just in general, it's been a good maybe past few days. I mean, it's been a good past two ish months, I would say. Mm -hmm. I feel like we left. We had such a good time in New York, came back. I had my post travel blues just a little bit, but not nearly as bad as before because, you know, coming back from New York, we were like, well, are we going to need to, are we going to choose to move in a year? Mm. And that's like one type of goal. Like, okay, I'm going to work really hard while I have this time here so that if I want to move, we are set up to do that. But we had much less detail there, right? Because we, neither of us lives in New York. We didn't know like what city we didn't have like an idea of what it was going to cost us. And now like having an idea of like, oh, well, if we want to make this specific type of move in a year, this is kind of what we need to aim for. And it's like, it's just nice to have a, an anchor, I guess. You know, if we do stay in Colorado for another year, moving just like 40 minutes away is going to feel so easy. I know. And we got rid of so much stuff. I just feel like, yeah, just all good things I think have come. It's been like such a zigzaggy path to where we are but i really do feel like it's all been for the better you know yeah do you want to talk about something random just something that i thought of sure do you want to talk about the phantom trickling water sound sure does that not sound like <laughs> Go it's for gonna it. be funny go for it so we live on the ground floor of a condo complex so we have neighbors above us and when they shower, flush the toilet, hack a lung out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we can hear all of that. Yes. Um, but especially the water, it clearly runs from their pipes and the pipes continue through our walls. And then I guess underground where the pipe, that's where water pipes go, I think. I'm not a pipologist. Um, but usually they'll flush a toilet or take a shower and we'll hear the water running and then we'll hear it drain and then it'll go away once all the water has drained out but the other day for the entire day we heard water just trickling like in our bedroom walls and we were like what is what is going on (laughs) because there's no way they're like showering all day all day so i wasn't even sure that it was happening all day but Sarah confirmed it. Mm-hmm. So I texted them upstairs. I'm like, it was like 11 o'clock. I'm like, hey, we hear water trickling. It's been kind of happening all day. And they're like, nothing's running. Nothing's clogged. Like, I don't know. Sorry. And I'm like, okay, it's not coming from us. And then it, we woke up the next morning and it was just gone. But I kind of, I was worried the night before because I was thinking, I don't know. I just had this thought of like, something just trickling and leaking like Mm -hmm. and like flooding our floor or something and we have no idea where it came from it's now it's been a few days and nobody knows anything right and i'm like why would that have been happen? it's very weird living in a place where like your walls are connected to other people's homes Mm -hmm. and pipes and shit yeah you know what's funny i grew up living in apartments like my family didn't buy a house until i was like Mm, sophomore in high school i guess but i don't remember hearing other people like Mm. we always had neighbors we always lived on the top floor but we always had neighbors to the left and right and beneath us actually now that i say that i remember our neighbors playing music underneath us Mm. but i could only hear it if i was like sitting on the floor like lying on the floor Mm 
Um, but I don't remember ever having a bad like roommate situ or um, neighbor situation like that. Remember in San Diego when <laughs> when we'd put our heads on the pillow to go to sleep <laughs> and we could just very faintly hear your mom snoring yeah. in the room below us? I mean, my my mom's entire, like all of her siblings all snore. And Lola. As far as I know. Yeah. And Lola. It's funny because every time Lola would visit when we were little kids, I'd always get, L Lola would always share my bed. Okay. So she would be like snoring so loudly next to me and me as a child. I would be like very passive aggressively, like shifting, like really, uh, I would just try to make as much movement as possible. <laughs> so she would wake up. Oh my God. <laughs> so I could sleep. But anyway, I just think uh, it's very, it's very lucky that I haven't inherited that gene. It really is crazy that you haven't. How is that? Why does everyone? <laughs> Maybe I'll grow into it. Does your sister snore? No, not not as far as I know. No. I think my sister sleeps on her stomach, though. And I think if you sleep on your stomach, it's less likely to happen. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I used to snore a lot. And then really? I got my tonsils taken out. Oh. I always, sometimes I'll go to say I got my tonsils taken out. And I will almost say I got my sinuses taken out. But what? that's <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> No. I believe you need those. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I got my tonsils shaved off when I was in uh, high school. Hmm. And then I don't, now I don't snore. I don't snore. I don't is, snore no more. What's that procedure? Uh, Are you awake? Like no, Twilight? Oh, no. you're under. You're I fully think they under. totally knock you out. Oh. Because they, they have to shove shavers into your throat and like, bzz. oh my God, that was, I've had a lot of <laughs> medical procedures done and that might have been the worst one. Really? Because your throat, it's like having a sore throat times like 10 oh. for like two weeks. That sounds terrible. You can't eat anything. You can barely talk. Every swallow is agonizing. Oh. Oh my God. It was so bad. <laughs> well, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah, oh yeah. Because you'd be all paranoid about breathing. Yeah. I don't remember having any breathing issues. It was just like I couldn't eat food. I would just <laughs> have to eat like Italian ice. Aww. Like shaved ice. That would suck. I mean, it does all the time. Like it, it's it sounds good <laughs> and it's fine for a spell, but after like a few days, you're like, "Yo, food? <laughs> food?" Question mark. So <laughs> when you made that sound, I just thought of an electric deli carver. Oh, I was, I was like, thinking of like my beard trimmer. Oh, just like. All right. We're way off off topic here. Yeah. I mean, what else is Congratulations, there to say? Congratulations, Eric. Thank you. You did it. You did it. <laughs> what else is there to say about this topic of motivation? Aside of from that. No, not tonsils. Motivation. Hmm. I mean, I just feel uh, I just feel excited to do stuff now. That's kind of that's kind of what it boils down to. Is me being like, you know what? Let's get it. Yeah, it's I mean, absolutely it's, time to get it's it. how we've been feeling, I think. And now it's just compounded. And it's like solidified. Yeah, I think it will be nice to live near friends again. That's like the big, we were, you know, we moved here. We were like, yeah, we're aware we're like an hour away from everyone we care about. But we'll, ma we'll make the trip. They did not make the trip. We have a couple times, but you know. They made the trip a couple times. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's a little too much. Yeah. And our friends don't want to do it either and and this couple is this couple that we would be in the same town as if we did indeed move there um are, are also vegan mm -hmm. and so 
they were jokingly like, oh, you can move here. We can have a vegan potluck every day. Oh, just kidding. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I would never do that. No. Sarah's like, I'm absolutely <laughs> not kidding. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's looking like a possibility. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep you all updated. Mm-hmm. Are we calling it? Sure. Are we shutting this shit down? Sure. Kind of a shorty today? Yeah, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. A uh, shorty 40. Uh, <laughs> That entertained me way too much. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? No. We hit 10,000 streams. Oh, yeah. I know how to breathe. Hit 10,000 streams on Spotify. Because we got on a bunch of cool playlists, and they racked up a bunch of streams. Um, And now they're off all the playlists, and we're still getting some streams from, uh, I don't know, people who like the song and didn't just hear it on a playlist, Mm -hmm. which is cool. So if you've streamed it, thank you. If you haven't streamed it yet, I can't believe you. I cannot believe you. Um, no, go stream it. It's it's pretty good. Listen through headphones. It sounds nice. We made it in this room. Um, and we love you. We'll talk to you next week. And we're going to send it over to our... Supporter shout out. Hi, guys. We're pausing this conversation for a few moments to give a big thank you to our supporters. These are our listeners who make a monthly contribution through Anchor, which is our hosting platform. If you'd like to become a supporter as well, you can visit anchor.fm slash whatislifedude and click on the support button. And if you enjoy the show, another great way to support us is by giving us a positive rating and a review on iTunes. Just takes a few moments and it helps new listeners find the podcast so we can continue to grow our community. So thank you so much to everyone who supports us in one way or another. This podcast wouldn't exist without you guys. So without further ado, shout out to our Anchor supporters. Inga, Mel, Morgan, Jennifer, Scotty, Glenn, Kevin, Jessica, Marie, Nina, Izzy, Reem, Alexis, Nadia, Merv, Nicole, Teresa, Kelsey, Anna, Megan, Samantha, Dylan, and Sarah.